Welcome to Happily Ever After is Real, interviews and conversations with women, created to share wisdom, strength, joy, and inspiration for finding true love in a busy and constantly changing world. Happily Ever After is Real is a Be More You production. You can follow us on Facebook or visit us online at bemoreyou.co. I'm Tricia Bennett. On behalf of myself and all of our guests, welcome and enjoy. So welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to my guest host, Nancy Hunt, and married celebrity guest, Amy Mosier-Berry, for episode three of three with Amy, where she shares her best advice for women still on the journey to finding love. So what's your advice, Amy, for women who are still out there wondering, looking, hoping? Oh, my goodness. I First of all, ladies, I feel like I was there yesterday. So for anyone who's thinking, oh, she's another happily married woman, she doesn't get it. Oh, my goodness. I so get the struggle. So just giving yourself please, like the, the time and the space and the compassion to just be yourself as you are, explore something, a new passion or perhaps a forgotten passion, something that you love to do, join a new group or go to a new event, meet some new people, just do something new in line with what you love. Mm. And you just never know, even if you're going out with a group of ladies you know, connect with some meetup group and you all love to crochet or you love to go skiing or you love to do something, you know, you're in a Spanish club or something. Like, you just don't even know, even if it's all women, the kinds of relationships that could be a bridge ultimately to your husband without even knowing it, but it's because you're doing something in line with who you are, who you want to become. Um, So giving yourself the time and the space to do that. And I would also say, And again, thank goodness for Trisha, who reminded me so many times. I have so many notes and charts, Trisha, when you're like, Amy, you've got to slow down. This is like the pace of your life that you want so that you don't miss your husband and he doesn't miss you. You've got to just slow down and be present so that you recognize the man of your dreams or the person who might introduce you to the man of your dreams. And I I should share my mom's story, too. My mom and dad, they got divorced when I was 21. They're both very happily remarried. And my mom, she ended up meeting her husband through an online site, but she was not on the site. It was a friend that she knew through business who went on a date with a guy. They didn't get along. And her friend, who she was in business with, suggested that, This guy, Dave, who's now my stepdad, contacted my mother for a date. He did. My mom refused it because he was a smoker at the time, and that was not happening. I'm not dating a smoker. And he eventually ended up quitting. I mean, and they've been happily married. I think it's like 14 or 15 years or something crazy they've been together. So just roll with it. Do something fun. Kind of go out on a limb. Trust the women around you. And I would also say if you have a storyline like I had that it's like it's not only it's not for me, this whole marriage and children thing, or finding a man that would actually work for me or want to be with me, I would just really encourage women to listen to that voice. 
like we have very disempowering voices that we allow to keep running the show. Like that's the tape that keeps going through our mind. And I would encourage you to just capture that disempowering voice, the one that says, this isn't for me, it's never going to happen, I'm too old, it's too late. Like I was in the, like, it's definitely too late for me book. And a lot of women, especially women that may still want to have a family, they may really believe it's too late for them. And I just encourage women to recognize that you're having that disempowering conversation, thank the voice, and show the voice the door. You have a choice as to what voice you're going to allow to run your show. And you've got to at some point just say, you know what, I could believe that it's too late for me, or I could believe that it's just the perfect time for me. And what what would open up more doors? And it's clearly yeah. the latter, where you believe that it's just the perfect time and we all have different timetables. There's not one perfect time frame that you should be doing this by a certain date or age. And I think we've got to, like, especially for women that may still want to have a family, thank society for this whole 35 and 35-plus category that we've created and we drive ourselves nuts. It's another number, and you really do want to laugh a little bit at that and, you know, stay healthy and stay vibrant, but it's not like you turn 35 and it's all over for you. But if we allow that to dictate how we think, you know, thoughts become things. So you just have to see what is going through your mind and what you're allowing to be the storyline for your life and just let it go and just keep living your life and keep meeting new people and doing new things. It's really never too late. And, you know, even when it's all said and done and we're we're gone and out in this physical body, I still don't know. Maybe there's some new adventure on the other side, and I have no idea. <laughs> you just got to keep keep going, keep moving, keep laughing, and it's really never too late unless you say it is. Fantastic. Um, uh, the thing about your mom meeting mm. her husband, that's another really good plug for women working together on this. And yeah. You know, your mom's friend knew that your mom was single and didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. And so let the people in your life know that you yes. want to be married. Let the people in your life know that you're looking for your lifetime partner, that you're done dating, and you're ready to settle down with a great person. Yep. Because you totally never know agree. who's listening. And when my mom and stepdad got married, this woman, Nancy, who connected them, died less than a year later. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, kudos to my mom that she found out last minute that he was a smoker and she was already dressed up and she's like, gosh, darn it. I'm, I'm all dressed up. I should just go on the date. So, I mean, there are some things that think are complete game Stoppers, or what's yep. the word? Yep, like deal breaker. Um, yeah, deal breaker. Thank you. And it's not to question what you believe are deal breakers, but just to, even if it's a deal breaker for you at that time, still be open minded because you just don't know whether it's that person or that person might connect you to somebody else or some new opportunity um, or have some new insight. It's kind of the idea of like go on as many first dates. Like, why not? You get to know yourself that much more too yeah you know and then the idea of 
not immediately judging someone either. So if being in touch with your true essentials, then being open to that second date. But also being ready to, like, be done with even a first date if something so clear that is not good for you, you know, trust your instincts then too, you know. Yeah, don't, but waste, you... don't waste time. Exactly. And I love your favorite four-letter word in dating, Miss Tricia. Next, really, to follow that instinct, like, really, because I, I've i witnessed good friends of mine whose lives have just spiraled out of control in not such a great way when, in fact, if they had done some of the work earlier on, they would not have gotten themselves into the wrong relationship and they would have not have gotten married for the wrong reasons, i.e., must have a child, right? Yeah. And then they end up in a worse situation, feeling worse about themselves, their health is failing. You've got to love yourself enough to do the work as soon as possible so that you don't get yourself into a situation that you would then regret. And I am seeing a friend that I've had to distance myself from because it's become so unhealthy and I've just, I saw it all coming. Yeah. So it's like also allowing women to really trust their instinct. And remember, in my mind, I'd always rather be alone than be with somebody that's not allowing me to be myself and grow. Yeah. Um, that's that's me. And some women may disagree with that, but I would strongly encourage in terms of, in, in my experience, I always would prefer being alone and continuing to, you know, grow and be me and be free than to compromise in such a way that I feel stifled and no future or a, a dismal future. I mean, I would yeah. myself. And can't can't make the difference that you're here to make. Exactly. Um, yeah, to be with somebody that, like, supports the difference you want to make. It's not either or. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's just some tidbits of advice. How hopefully I didn't um, burn anyone's ear off. <laughs> No, it was completely awesome. Like Nancy said, I could keep listening. Any Is there anything else you want to add? Um, well, I am in the process of building up my, my green brand, if you will. So I'm sort of a spinoff on my new last name, Team Barry Green. And I'm working, working that through. Like I am an independent associate with Viridian. We, we actually market green energy. So I help people get, get solar or choose green. Or more recently, we have a zero-carbon travel option where people that might want to travel anywhere in the world can actually book their trip through a certain online portal and then the company actually calculates the carbon footprint of that trip and they do carbon offset projects so they'll do strategic reforestation projects or solar installations or methane capture projects to offset the impact on the environment so that's pretty amazing Um, so i feel like sustainability education and also being a professor, like I try to infuse some of these concepts, um, you know, planning for future generations, you know, having the resources we need now so that others, children and our children's children can have a healthy planet and the resources they need to thrive. Um, so some of those concepts are really important, as well as generally like youth leadership development. So I especially love working with young people between like 16 and 24 Um mm-hmm like high school and college age youth, you know, things have changed a lot since their parents and grandparents were around and trying to find work and whatnot. So just training them in an entrepreneurial mindset and a more sustainable future. Those are some things that I'm really passionate about. And um, we had a really great garden at our house here last summer. And I'm hoping with the new little human I'm going to have attached to my back, I can still, uh, (laughs) um, we can still plant our own veggies, and uh, we did a lot of 
cucumbers and tomatoes, and I'm getting my husband to eat more vegetables, so that's exciting. He's, he's like, oh, we grew that. Maybe I'll try it. So, you know, okay, now I'm married, but I can still try new things and meet new people. It's not just about those that advice being relevant to women who are dating and trying to find their husband, but still being more me all the time, even though I'm in this new stage called being married. And Trisha, I just say too, like, I feel like if I didn't work with you, I would have tried to work full time with all of my other consulting and my business stuff and my volunteering. I would have tried to maintain, now I don't know who I was trying to prove something to, but I, w- I would have driven myself crazy and <laughs> probably not taken any time off work. Now, in my case, I ended up quitting, which was like the best darn thing. This was before I even got engaged, so I did take a little bit of a risk. I did ramp up my my other income sources, so I was teaching more and consulting more. Um, before I quit my full-time job, um, I feel like if I hadn't have worked with you, I would have tried to juggle and maintain that insane schedule and plan my whole wedding, plan the honeymoon, plan the move, plan my next chapter, and been a total basket case. And it was so amazing to just trust myself, let go of a very disempowering job situation, and trust myself to build up other income sources. You know, two months later, we got engaged, and I literally, I mean, we planned, I mean, you were at our wedding. It was pretty awesome. We planned that whole event in less than five months, you know, and of course I allowed my mom to help and other people I had a great team. So it's like just encouraging women to kind of just give themselves some time and space and like to actually focus on whether it's planning your wedding, if that's important to you, or if it's moving or building a side business or doing something, get yourself out of these situations that you can't even think straight. You're so exhausted. You can't even move. Yeah. What good is that? And I'm sure you're very proud to hear me reflect on that because I was not seeing why that was a problem. Yeah. Well, um, I think that that I think that's part of how the world is these days. We're all yeah. programmed for success, and most of the time we don't even know what that means because whatever right. we think is going to be a success isn't really making us happy. So it really is about putting the brakes on and looking and saying, what do I really want here? And is anything that I am doing right now actually moving me in that direction? And taking Mm -hmm. some risks. You know, that line, if you don't have time to date, you don't have time to be married. Exactly. And it's all in the, it's part of the story, like you were talking about before. Well, I'm probably never going to be married, or I'm definitely never going to be married, so I'll just make a difference. I'll just work harder. Yep. And that just feeds into the story, and it's more likely that you're going to be right that you'll never be married if you go on that treadmill. Amy, what are you you a professor of? I teach two kinds of... Yeah, I teach um, two classes of intro to urban studies. So it's in the field of urban and community development, as well as this semester I'm teaching intro to entrepreneurship, which is a downtown off-campus class, which is pretty amazing. So I have like 80 students this semester. Yeah, it sounds right down your line. It sounds great. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. And what did you give up? 
it was really great until it wasn't. I had a phenomenal supervisor, a boss, who allowed me to innovate and do so many cool things. Um, so there were what I was doing was amazing, but then we had a change in leadership, and that new boss and I did not see eye to eye. She didn't understand why we were doing a lot of what we were doing. It was like only a matter of time. It was like very clear that there was no real place for me or my programs and ideas. Like, I think they were relieved to have me go. So I, it like took me like after I left to be like, oh my God, I can't even believe I survived. Like I was in that system for as long as I was. Because most people, they view it. It's like, oh, that's the unemployment office. I'm like, no, actually it's the career center where we, you know, empower people to reinvent themselves and like live the life they love. So it was something else. I look back and I I just, I, it's like a hoot and a holler. I can't even believe it. I look back and I'm like, really? How I was so naive. like, <laughs> But no, you weren't we stopped. Fun. You were not stopped by the bureaucracy. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. You didn't even know I you know. were there. <laughs> no, I didn't even know it was, like, around me. I'm like, what bureaucracy? I still want you to write your textbook. <laughs> yeah. For your urban development. Oh, my gosh, you remembered that. Yeah. Well, you good. You good, Miss Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> That was years ago we talked about that. Oh my I know. Huh. Way, way back when. But you've got so much good stuff going on that um, it really would be a great textbook. Like reinventing urban areas and yeah. greening them. And it's, and it's like so much about like how people view themselves. You know, like that we think about great cities. It's like, oh, that's a great you know, area for pedestrians or, like, oh, those beautiful buildings or there's a great college or museum. And it's like, no, it's actually the people that make up the city. That did that. Yeah. Yeah. That allowed that. Right. And then I tell my students, I'm like, it's actually you. Like, you're it. So, you know, you're, you're out there looking for some great city to move to after graduation or even determining your college pick. Consider it's you. Who else are you waiting for? And they're like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. So thank you so much, Amy. This was a blast. I'm really happy to have gotten to know more, Amy, about what you do, too, it, and all the connections. It, it really mm. is lovely how you live it. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You know, and it's it's it, this has given me a little bit more of um a little bit down on myself lately. Like, what happened to my career? Like, what am I really doing? You know, like, it's, just having this conversation as sort of, I'm re-enrolled in who I am. So thank you both. <laughs> You're welcome. And what are you doing? You're becoming a mom. I know. There's that. <laughs> and ladies, she's right here. She's like right here. Here she yeah. is. I'm I'm tapping my belly. Um, And she is like really ready to to like live large i can already tell like she's stretching and jumping and like she's pretty excited it's adorable i i say i can't wait to meet her but at the same time okay honey stay in there a little bit longer we need the time you know yeah (laughs) yeah so we'd love to have you we'd love to have you back in a year okay when you're one year into being a mom all right my loves thank you both Good luck with everything, Amy, and have a wonderful time with your new daughter. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Okay, lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. Wherever you are at this moment, we hope that you can feel your own unique, happily ever after taking shape. 
If you're a single woman looking for love, visit us at bemoreyou.co and register for Monday Morning Love Notes for Women. You'll get a calendar of all of our upcoming events. If you or someone you know has a special love story to share, we'd love to hear it and share it. Please message us on Facebook or contact us online at bemoreyou.co. Until next time, I'm Trisha Bennett. From all of us at Happily Ever After is Real, thank you for listening, and we wish you love.